Hello, hi, welcome to another episode of It's a Curious Event. I'm your host, Lou, and I know I've been MIA for the past month, two months, and I apologize for that. Okay, my greatest apology, apologize, is just that I've been in a funk or rather a burnout. Um, so I haven't been able to do much actually <laughs> haven't been able to do much um, so hence zero uh, zero episodes yeah I apologize for that so today's episode is basically talking about burnout and I have, I have zero research for this, so, yes, so basically, a burnout is when you, I want to say tired, but you're not really tired, but like, you kind of are tired to a point where you're able to like, work you can't do anything that you enjoy as well and able to do any work even if you do any work um you don't produce what you normally do or are satisfied by the work that you produce you know it is a horrible thing to experience but okay okay i'm like it's not really a horrible thing because sometimes you experience um, burnout because you have been working too much for too long. So it's basically your body and brain telling you to slow the fuck down. Your ass needs to relax type of thing. So yes, that's why you sometimes experience burnout. Sometimes simply because of lack of motivation or disturbance to routine or having a routine because you know some people thrive from not having a routine i know i strive when i don't have a routine so yeah doing mundane things and doing the same thing over and over it does get to a point where my body just shuts down so does my brain I lose focus lose motivation to work you know you just become numb and just floppy and all that so yeah that does um, happen unfortunately um, how to get out of a burnout I have no idea honestly but what I can tell you though is that if you experience a burnout please do not try to suppress it okay don't try to force it down or force it away or whatever because trust me you are going to regret it because when the next burnout comes and it will come back it will come back tenfold 
um, worse than the burnout that you suppressed. So whatever you do, do not suppress your burnout. I tried that and uh, well, as you can see, I'm experiencing a worse case of burnout. Okay, well, okay, this one isn't the worst case of burnout I've had, but after suppressing that one, it was horrible. That's too much. But, yeah. It is, uh, I really do not know. Also, um, you can actually mistaken it for being lazy yes um, most people because they don't because we are under informed about being about a burnout anything like that most people would assume that you are being lazy in which also you might assume that you're being lazy if you don't have the information of burnout you know so that happens unfortunately it happens it is what it is but yeah I don't know how to get out of a burnout um, but most people say trying to have like a new hobby that doesn't require much mental capacity helps you know like getting a plant and watering it every day you know a little yoga every day maybe um meditation to help you like reconnect your brain with your body so you can get back to working um what else i mean i guess you can say exercise you know to release all those endorphins hormones so you can be happy you know doing whatever um gets your sort serotonin high could help i don't know i did not do research for this so please don't come for me when it doesn't work <laughs> But I do promise I'll definitely have research. I, I would have done research for next week's episode so that you know how to get out or what to try to get out of a funk. Well, burnout. So yeah, sometimes it could be circumstances, you know, since we are still in the pandemic and people are doing like the most during a pandemic which makes no fucking sense why would you do that but yeah that also stems hence burnout because you are in the situation you have no control over it and it's worse when people around you don't even make an effort you know so yes that does also get that does have um have a role to play in a burnout that can be a cause of it so yeah that is what it is um 
have tried doing like oh, I've tried like having a timetable to try and get out of a burnout but that doesn't work well for me that a timetable only works well when I am not in a burnout when I'm in a burnout it doesn't because I just procrastinate everything oh yeah something another thing uh, I guess I can say symptom of a burnout is serious procrastination like I'm speaking from experience because this episode right the burnout episode was supposed to come out like two weeks ago but like I said serious procrastination and uh, now we are here getting the episode the last Wednesday of October instead of the third one I mean no 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 not the third my mind is feeling me the second Wednesday was the second though how many Wednesdays were there no let me just check this whole guessing game is just gonna give me a headache yes instead of the second Wednesday so yeah like I said serious procrastination really bad but um you know it happens and you shouldn't beat yourself down for it you know because well like I said you don't create your own burnouts I don't know if you can um you can prevent them I don't know because sometimes it's not even because of environment or anything it's just your body's just tired you know and it just disconnects even if you're not working hard sometimes your body just disconnects because it's tired or something so yeah it is a lot Don't panic when you go into a burnout. <laughs> Funny that I say that and I'm the one who's panicking. <laughs> it's crazy, honestly. Like, a burnout will make you... I don't know. It'll make you just feel so sluggish. Like, like you're not even trying. And you're going to feel bad and... I guess you can say depressive state. I don't want to say depressive state because I don't want to make it sound so scary. Because I know a lot of people can be scared of depression and everything like that. But um, it can get you into a depressive state. Especially if you are a high achieving person. A person who's always driven and everything going through a burnout can actually take a toll on you because you know you're used to producing good work and just being the best person that you are and then now the burnout comes in like obese come down so yeah so don't don't feel bad about it don't panic it is normal 
very normal and um, it does happen especially now um, because of the whole pandemic situation and it's like the fact that so many things are out of our control right now is also affecting mental health the fact that so many people are also leaving us that also can cause burnout because you know it's like having all these basically a burnout is trying to I don't say reduce stress but like like the effects of it like how do I explain this actually because majority of the time when we experience burnout is because there's just so many things out of control that you get so overwhelmed so your body shuts down you know body and brain shut down because you're so overwhelmed with everything that's happening around you everything that you cannot control and you know all those effects and everything can shut your body down so that also occurs so please don't feel bad um don't feel bad you're not the only one that's going through a burnout or a funk and you will get through it just sometimes it's okay to just let it pass and if possible if you are in school like i am or you're working or something well if you're in school then like talk to your teachers i'm sure they would understand maybe hopefully they do understand and um talk to like your supervisors and all that so that is that is um yeah no inform them and be like i'm not okay it's not you're not okay and that you might need some time to yourself or you are going to have a slow pace to what you normally do so hopefully they understand that um it's also good to um look into talking to to a therapist or anyone because sometimes you know people don't want the whole clinical thing so how uh, talking to someone also could help um especially when you're experiencing serious lack of motivation talk to someone like if you feel like things that you have been passionate about things that are just like your thing and you just don't feel like that anymore it's good like when you feel like you don't have a purpose anymore for what you're doing and everything it's good to um talk to someone you know talking to someone and get an outside perspective that is good could help you um see everything you know in a different lens and could kind of boost your morale this helping you through your burnout you know 
Yeah. And also another thing that I've realized could cause a burnout or shutting down of body is if you are going through like okay for example with me I have been lately I have been um, calling people out holding people accountable for misgendering me so that also can occur because it is tiring to constantly remind people of their pronouns it's very tiring and demoralizing I guess I don't know if that's a word but it sounded right <laughs> but then yeah it is um, because quite honestly the reason why I put this up is because I had an argument with someone about about uh, being non-binary you know um, and they kept on you know, he kept on emphasizing and enforcing the fact that I'm a woman I mean I do not um, disregard the fact that I was born female but simply because I'm born female simply because that's my sex does not mean I identify as one you know and that argument was like I felt so mad you know I was so mad I I was ready to beat the shit out of him but I didn't Okay, I didn't. I'm not trying to go to jail. Um, but I was ready to do it. <laughs> I was ready to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> because he just kept on being adamant that being me being non binary is just me conforming to labels. And the only reason why I'm like this is because there are labels. Like, um, first of all, I did not choose to hate being told that I'm a woman. Hate ticking female every time I feel in a form or whatever. Okay, I don't like that. Okay, I did not choose to dislike that. I did not choose to hate. <sighs> to hate being called a girl. Being, I did not choose to hate being gendered as a female. You know? Because it, it's a horrible feeling. Especially when you don't know what the hell it is. Why you're feeling that way. What it means. You know, because I... I've only known what it means and how to help myself with whole pronouns and everything. Because I won't lie to you, okay? Um, I found out two years ago 
years ago yeah two years ago in high school that's when i got the knowledge that me feeling this way it's okay i'm not the only one and that it is called non-binary that i am basically non-binary and that i can use the pronouns they and them for myself because before it was she and her because well that's that's what i knew can i get in my feelings sorry <laughs> um that's what i knew that's what went with my sex so i thought my sex gender same shit i know on top of that it was also my sexuality which by the way i only finally confronted last year you see what i'm saying these are like fresh things um because before i just thought i'm a weirdest person and there's something wrong with me mentally and emotionally and just physically you know because i i don't know if it's body dysmorphia but i remember not liking my body and i thought it was because you know i'm fat or something but i'm not fat i just blamed it on being fat even though i wasn't fat which didn't make sense <laughs> but i thought that was the only thing that made sense you know that i didn't have like a six pack or like those i mean okay i did, I did have those like but like you get what i'm saying you know i had like a little gut here and there um i have love handles but they're not extreme you know and so i just like yeah no i hate my body because of that and like i refuse to wear tight clothes like i hated wearing tight clothes and i just shocked like there was a time where i literally wore mostly black but dark clothes um because i i felt that yeah no i'm i'm transitioning into a goth which was the only explanation i had back then so please okay do not come for me i am not a goth i don't know how it is to be one it's just that at the time all i knew was dark clothing and mostly black stuff was what goth people wore so i went with it and i kept on identifying myself as a goth person now that i look back at it it was just me trying to figure out my emotions and feelings towards my body and towards my gender in which at the time i did not know you know so yeah that argument like made me think of all of that and it was just so it was so draining like it was so draining and i just said like uh, just so you know i didn't just decide to feel like this you know because what people um 
don't realize is that gender and sex are not the same thing yes sex can affect your gender identity but gender and sex are not the same thing um sex is basically what you're born with and then you have gender which gender is all about feelings so people that do not know that obviously you know people that don't know that people who are unfortunately ignorant they uh, they assume that one day you know I was reading a book and I see non-binary and I'm like oh I'm gonna identify myself as non-binary like I did not choose that if I could from I would have chosen to be female from a young age if I could choose my emotions and my feelings I wouldn't um, have felt the way I felt you know with everything concerning my gender identity and sexuality I've been a cis heterosexual woman I've chosen that because it's, it's the easiest thing to be easiest gender and sexuality because you don't get any backlash for it nobody looks at you like you're weird and you don't feel weird you know you don't feel out of place you know because majority of us are surrounded by a lot of cis heterosexual people and so you'll be one of everyone in which quite honestly i don't think everyone i mean yeah it is like that but there are those who suppress it so obviously we don't know and so we automatically assume they are cis heterosexual which is unfortunate but it is what it is it's how the world is you know it is the ideologies that we have been raised in and everything i'm not saying that my parents don't support me or anything um they support me my family supports me but my in intermediate family is that what you call it because I didn't really come out to my extended family members I found it I was like no need but of course if they misgender me I do correct them but I definitely avoid all of that so I mean like honestly they don't really use a lot of gendering um they mostly use my name mostly my first name or my clan name to call me so yeah it's it's never like oh my girl how are you oh my daughter it's always like uh for example 
um, okay now I lost the example <laughs> sorry over the place it's like saying um, oh uh, William's uh, Diane's William that's how they'll say it but it's mostly my dad I forgot who Prince William's dad is so <laughs> yeah but you get what I'm saying so yeah it, there isn't a lot of misgendering in my culture um, some things I can't change or ask to be changed because it's tradition and it's cultural and it'll be disrespectful to our elders as well as my ancestors so that is something that like I'm okay with I'm okay with it to play my role as a female Um, but places where I don't need to do that they don't really occur you know because in my household we all okay I wouldn't say we're all treated the same but we all do chores like washing the dishes and cooking well although my brother doesn't cook because I don't know if my mom doesn't trust his food or what but he doesn't cook he is the youngest out of all four of us so yeah but my sisters and I we do cook when my older brothers are there slash cousins they also cook so it's like that you know there is not there's no thing there is no such thing as um a chore for a woman at home so yeah you know i don't really feel misgendered at home um not that much and also it helps that uh you know my siblings let me say my older sister actually because <laughs> my younger ones I'm not so sure about them but my older sister um, makes it an effort to constantly use my pronouns you know which does help makes me feel seen and everything and even with their support like I'm very grateful for their support and everything but like they they can't as it no, I keep on forgetting to fact check which one it is between sympathy and empathy. But you know, you know what I'm saying, right? Or should I just check it? But like, they can't sympathize with me because they—I mean—they can only sympathize with me, right? Okay, let me just sympathy. Let me just make sure before I say things. Okay, okay. Okay. My family can only empathize with me. They can't sympathize because they don't know how it feels. Um, being non-binary and having these emotions. You know, they don't know how that feels. So they can only empathize with me. And so that brings me to media representation actually. 
um i know i did tell you that you should watch sex education and so in season three i think it's season three um the fact that they got a non-binary character call um i don't know the other character's name but like you know there was an emphasis on call it was um it was really nice and i was happy because i felt represented represented my tongue tired of talking (laughs) but then i was represented and so that made me happy actually that made me happy i was so glad like at first the whole media representation thing like i didn't get get it you know i mean like i got it but not at a i got i got the surface level of it so after i saw carl i understood why we need media representation you know because even if you have like a support system at home over your friends and everything it's not the same as seeing someone who understands how you feel because they have felt it or they feel the same you know and it even helped more with the fact that um they were black they were um born female you know they sex is female and they also experienced i guess you can say body dysmorphia kind of i'm not sure please please um i'm not putting it i'm not trying to lighten body dysmorphia or anything because i do know that are people that experience extreme body dysmorphia um but then yeah you know the whole wearing baggy clothes and um just trying to flatten your chest which in my case it's kind of almost impossible because I got big ass boobs which I don't know where the hell they come from they don't even go with my body they're too big for my body <laughs> my boobs are too big for my body so yeah but like yeah so seeing Carl was really it was really great because it was like like I knew that I wasn't weird and that it's normal the way I feel you know and that I'm not sick or anything but seeing that reinforced those notions and then after that I was like you know I should keep people accountable for not using my pronouns because it's it's really disheartening when someone constantly constantly misgenders you and uses the wrong pronouns and refuses to correct that you know or take it lightly when you correct them or they mistake and be like you know because I get it you're not used to it and everything but also sometimes I just feel like they do it on purpose you know and be like I'll just apologize type of thing you know it's like when you bump with someone sorry 
and then you bump into them again sorry it's not like you mean you get what i'm saying so yeah it's very disheartening honestly like it's very disheartening so and i suppose i'm actually glad that i'm not an extrovert because the constant um being around people constantly needing social interaction that would drain me even more because of the whole because being around people constantly is something that you like right with extroverts and having to constantly correct those people over and over again it's it's really not it so i'm glad that i am an introvert and i can just take a social break and i take longer breaks than normal because i do not have the energy to constantly remind people of my pronouns because if you really care about someone you would make it a point to always always use the the proper pronouns you know like make sure like i know i'm in the beginning when my sister started like really really emphasizing my pronouns and everything she used to catch herself every time when she used to she so she was like she no they constantly and and then after that from that she um started being able to use they you know and not i mean she does make the mistake of she but she always creates herself all the time so then it goes to show that you know she actually does fucking care about me compared to the people around me that just don't give a shit and just like sorry so you see what i mean i mean yes she's my sister obviously she will make it but still if you care about someone you constantly make an effort to make sure that you use their pronouns you know you constantly do that because if you think about it a pronoun is my name so if you care about someone you will use their name right it's not like you're just gonna go around calling like your friend john joseph or mike what the hell you know so it's like if they care about you they will use your pronouns if they don't give a shit about you they'll keep on saying sorry every time you call them out and so that's how you tell actually <laughs> if someone cares about you or not because people are always like no i do care about you no you don't because if you did you would hold yourself accountable for using the wrong pronouns for misgendering me and you will stop the whole sorry like you dis- basically disregarding my feelings you know so yeah this whole episode just took a, a turn hey started as a burnout and then boom talking about calling people holding people accountable also a word of advice from experience hold people accountable okay like call people out and be like these are my pronouns and if they can't do that then leave them leave them take them out of your life it is what it is you know not everybody can be in your life forever 
it is what it is you know because one thing that I've come to realize is that I've been letting people misgender me so much and not use my my proper pronouns for so long that I ended up misgendering myself I know I ended up misgendering myself and I ended up using she and her as my pronouns sometimes which honestly like I hate myself for it I mean I don't hate myself but I'm mad at myself for it so trust me as soon as you identify as something make sure people know and use that okay don't let people assume or like okay even if they assume if they meet you for the first time they assume but like tell them and call them out because it's it's really diminishing to it's really it's a lot um it's a lot so call people out hold them accountable because you are going to feel shitty about yourself because you're constantly going to have that mind of why couldn't I be normal and use the pronouns that go with my sex but you are normal okay just so you know you are fucking normal it doesn't matter what you identify as you are normal because you are a human being if okay here's my check right if it didn't exist if there wouldn't be a label for it you know nobody makes a label and be like okay for example they like book and they're like okay so what should a book be you know they make the book first and they be like what should we call this and they're like hmm book let's call it book you know nobody just makes something and be like yeah I mean, nobody comes up with labels and be like, yeah, you make something out of that. Like, what? No one makes an object after having a label. Okay. You really think that Bill Gates made windows I mean said I'm gonna make windows before he knew what the hell it is no okay naming comes after later okay they make the thing and then they're like hmm what should we name because if it was if it was the if it was um, what you call this if labels were made first then a lot of things wouldn't have could have been names you know what I'm saying like for example I know you guys are gonna be like ah level are we tired of hearing about BTS well I don't care okay 
I'm here. You go here, but there. <laughs> I'm kidding, but yeah. I I mean, it's the only example that I can think of now because I don't know other things. But like for example, BTS was going to be called something else before BTS. But my point is, they were formed before they were named. You get what I'm saying? The same with fans. They were there before they were named. You know, most people think that um, when BTS came out, so did the fandom name. Actually, it did not. Uh, That came on later on. Why? Because the fans existed. Okay. You can't just call your fans when you don't have fans yet. You get what I'm saying? So, yes. And also, just so you know, you know, ARMY wasn't... It is the last one that they chose. But then we could have been Bell. You know, Amis could have been Bell. They could have been what else? There was another name. But then they chose Ami. The same as Bangtan Sonyunda, right? They had like Young Nation or something like that before they decided on BTS. My point is, you know. A label doesn't exist without the object. The only way the label can exist is if the object already exists. So, if there's a label for your emotions, that means you're not weird. This shit exists. It is fucking real, okay? Because if it wasn't, then there wouldn't be a name for it. You get what I'm saying? Because, like, if you think about it, humans name things to make it um, more to to grasp things easily to make them more understandable you know to reduce our fear of the unknown because how many times do you find weirdest names for things like come on so you get what i'm saying and also looking at stuff and be like thinking of their names you know um because i recently searched i mean okay i did search this yesterday because i was talking to a friend and he asked me (laughs) what (laughs) why do they call youtube youtube and i was like what the fuck you know and so it turns out they call youtube youtube because the u stands for uh basically you that all the content that you want on YouTube is curated for you and then um, Tube is the name of the old TVs so hence YouTube you get what I'm saying because like if you think about it if someone is like yeah guys I'm I'm gonna make YouTube everyone's gonna be like what what is that you know what are you gonna say Uh, I don't know I just thought of the name You see what I mean? All that awkward silence feels like everyone's gonna look at the person and be like, what? So you just thought of a name for something that doesn't exist? You get what I'm saying? So yeah, if something has a label, it exists. Cause no one is gonna make up something and then like that doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. But then, yeah, that is my 50 cents on that.
<laughs> so yeah guys you know it's it's really like i'm even having a headache from this conversation this topic of gendering is really tiring i swear people can be so fucking ignorant and it's so annoying like it's really annoying and like sometimes i just want to punch people in the face and be like you know what fuck you you know like fuck you you do not deserve me in your fucking life you don't deserve my presence you don't even deserve to breathe in the same room as me you know but unfortunately you can't do that there is no purge either so that's also unfortunate i'm kidding well not really because i would actually murder people for emphasizing the fact that i'm female like i don't fucking know and refusing to use my pronouns because who needs those people in life you know they are a waste of space to society honestly you know it's not like i'm forcing them to be non-binary you know i'm just asking them to acknowledge the fact that i am non-binary and these are my pronouns but it's the same as someone refusing to learn your name oh woman come on you can do better than that so yeah that is me that is all i have to say for today and um recommendations i don't even have recommendations because i've been out of it I'm pretty sure everyone has already heard of Squid Game, so I can't say Squid Game. So, oh, you can watch the L Generation. Yeah, the L Word Generation Q season two came out recently. So, yay! So, yeah, man, that is that. Check out the L Word. It means, yeah, very interesting. So yeah, anyway, that's all for me, host level. Signing off on it's a curious friend. Bye!